What is going on, my fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I'm the number one business coach for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Every single week, I drop five new episodes around attracting new clients, converting new clients, and delivering an amazing service for your online coaching business. We have almost a thousand episodes for you to scroll through and get value from. In these episodes, are absolutely timeless. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. What's going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Train Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my friend, my business partner, and a head coach in the Million Dollar Mastermind, Natasha Storm. What's up, Nat? What's up, guys? I'm doing so good. So happy to be here. Dude, we're about to blow some minds. So I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast, but Natasha and I did a podcast on masculine and feminine energy, and I think I told you this, Nat. That is my most yeah. downloaded episode of all time by about 1,500 downloads or so. Isn't that wild? Yes. The people need it though. The people need the healing. That's my mm. takeaway. I feel that. I think that the people need some Brian Mark and Natasha energy. So let's give them that today. We're going to talk today about, we're going to talk today about self-worth. We're going to talk today about character. And we're going to talk today about developing yourself. So Natasha and I had a conversation last week and we were talking about how like inside of our million dollar mastermind, our goal is to get our students better results. And one of the things that we were talking about is how some of the students inside of the mastermind, and I think a lot of people in general associate their identity and they take a lot of self-worth from their business. All right. So what I really mean by that is when their business is doing well and their business are, is doing great, then they're in momentum. And when their business is not doing well, they're not doing great. They're not in momentum and they're out of alignment. Can we talk a little bit about that, Natasha? Self-worth and business and it being like closely interlinked. Yeah. Like I think before it started in business, we all go through a period of wanting to feel significant, right? Like we're, we're at a job, we're working for somebody else and we're like, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to be successful and I'm going to hit $10,000 a month. And it's very much like egocentric, like me, 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 this is what I want to create. And you just, you're so engulfed by your business, like making the money, posting the content, serving your clients. You almost view yourself as like, I made $10,000 a month instead of the business made $10,000 a month. And I think that we almost habitually program ourselves for disaster later on. Cause it's like, oh, I made $10,000 this month. It's like, well, no, you didn't, your business did. Or I made $20,000 this month. No, the business did. You didn't. And we get so wrapped up in chasing paid and fulls. Like we talked about the other day on a phone call. I think building your business and the success in it, almost like being a heroin addict. And you get that hit and you get that high and then you feel good. And when you're in flow and you're in momentum, you're like, I'm on top of the fucking world and I'm incredible and nobody can beat me. And I'm the fucking one. And then you go zero for 10 on sales calls. And then you're like belly up on the ground. You're like, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. I agree. So like when me and Natasha were talking about how, you know, let's have a conversation about when you get that hit, right? When you get that pain and fall and you get that hit, you get that high. But then, then I think about, okay, so if you get that high, when you get that hit, who are you when that hit doesn't come? And I think that's what really surfaces when it comes down to, you know, growing your coaching business is if you're attaching your identity to your business and like you, like when your business does well, you're doing well. And when it's not, you're not then when you're not doing well, then you're not getting that dopamine hit. And whatever is left in that moment is what you're left with. And so if you're, you know, dealing with your shit, going to therapy, and you're like, you know, working on your mindset, you're working on self-love, then whatever's left is like you. Um, But if you're not working on yourself, you're not working on your mindset, you're not working on your like ability to love yourself, 
then whatever's left is what you haven't dealt with. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle. Dude, so many people build a business in the first place to deal with the void that they have in themselves. Like they were bullied in school. They didn't fit in anywhere. You know, they were kicked off sports teams. Like they didn't feel significant. And then they get into business and they're like, holy shit, I can actually control an outcome here. If I work hard, if I work harder than everybody else, I'm competitive. It like feeds that ego. You start getting results. Like we go to business to fill the void of being insignificant in the first place. And then start getting results. You start getting into momentum and you're like, I feel good for the first time in my adult fucking life. Like as Mm. far back as I can remember, I never felt worthy. I never felt good enough. I didn't fit in in school. I didn't fit in in social circles. Now you're building this business. Everything you touch turns to gold. You're on top of the world. And then you have like a bad week or a bad month or a bad quarter. And all of a sudden you're like in grade five again, not getting picked for the fucking basketball team. Like Mm. you never healed. Like you you just built a business from a place of void, Mm. trying to significant. And when you win, you feel great. And when you don't, it's like you can't outrun yourself, man, Mm. which is why people's identities are so heavily and easily fluctuate based on the results in their business. You know, it's funny. I feel like 99% of people don't actually get this. And Mm -hmm. even though we're having this conversation right now, and even though like there's people that are listening that are like, that's really cool. You're still going to go miss your paid in full and then feel like a piece of shit after because 99% of people aren't willing to look at themselves in the mirror and be like, what the fuck do I need to fix? And so Let's say that I'm listening to this right now and every single time I sell a painful, I feel fucking amazing. And then when my business goes through a two week drought, I literally feel like I'm like, I want to hide away from the world and I'm like flat out depressed. Like, what do I do? Am I just like, do I need to go to therapy? Do I need to go to, you know, hypnosis? Do I need to, you know, journal? Like, what do I need to do on a day-to-day basis to like detach my identity from my business? Yeah. I think one of the most simplest answers is when that comes up, I would ask myself, you know, you go zero, you go through a drought for a week. What would I have to believe right now in order to be experiencing this? Mm. Like you notice yourself in a low state, you notice yourself in a slump and you're upset and you're irritable and you're anxious about it. Okay, cool. What would I have to believe right now in order to be experiencing this and write it down? Because the first step is self-awareness. Like people don't even know the story that they tell themselves. It's like, Well, I'd have to believe that I'm not good at sales and that this isn't going to turn around and I don't have what it takes to build a successful business and I'm not like Brian or I'm not like whomever, right? Like I'm not good enough. Okay, cool. Like what does this actually mean? Because you're not upset that you went zero for 10 on sales calls. You're upset because of the meaning that's attached to it. Mm. Like for me, the meaning could be I would just went zero for 10 on sales calls. Okay, like where's my energy at? Like, am I meeting the person in their pain? Like, am I closing that gap good enough? Do I need to practice role plays? Was I in the right environment? Did I schedule those meetings at a time where I could actually show up? Like, where's the logical data here? Like, that's the meaning I attach to it. It's like, I went zero Mm -hmm. for 10. Like, I'm missing something. Like, in the the exchange with this person, my default belief isn't, well, then this isn't for me. I'm not good enough. I'm a piece of shit because I didn't close these people. So it's like, where do you start with curiosity? What would I have to believe right now in order to be experiencing this? You will fucking learn more about yourself asking and answering that question than anything else that you could do because there's no bullshit attached to it. That's so funny because we're talking about, you know, we're developing unshakable character and being able to become an entrepreneur and not a fucking employee. 
Because in order to be an entrepreneur, you got to understand that you're going to have to weather a lot of storms. And like the biggest storm that you'll ever have to weather is the one that you face inside of your own mind. Like guys, we've been like, you've been listening to my podcast or you've been fucking with any of my content recently. And I've been talking about like unlimited potential, like often. And all of us have unlimited potential to do anything that we want with our life. But the thing that will hold us back is our limitations, is our fear of failure, is our self-doubt, is our like, you know, I've failed at a hundred different things before. And so I'm also going to fail at this. And so I feel like when adversity happens in the business, when it's like, you know, I hit a drought or, you know, I'm struggling with something, what ends up coming up is whatever your shit is. And yeah. so if you like did not feel worthy or did not feel good enough, or you failed at a bunch of different things before, and then your business starts to like not do as well as you like thought it was going to immediately all of the shit that you haven't processed and haven't dealt with just comes to the surface. And it's like, Hello, remember me? Yeah. You feel unworthy. You remember that? Eh, you didn't like that, didn't you? Yeah, you failed before lots of times. And this is just another indicator that you're going to fail again. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. And I think too, like a layer deeper, it's like the meaning you attach to it. Like, man, the truth is, like most businesses, you're not going to get it right the first handful of businesses. Like mm -hmm. truthfully, like if you look at it objectively without the like fucking drama and the emotions attached to it, like failure, you don't, you're not even failing, you're making errors. Mm -hmm. Like, you try something, there's an error. You try something and there's an error. Failure is you notice the error and you keep making the same error over and over again, expecting a different outcome. But I think it's like the meaning that you attach to it. I view business as a place to like learn and develop. First business mm -hmm. I built, it was okay. Like it was decently successful, but it wasn't going to be the thing that I went all in on, you know, mm -hmm. built a second business built it one way for a certain period of time and was like, okay, fuck, like this can't keep growing the way that it has been. We have to pivot again. And just like the meanings that we attach to stuff. Most people are like, if I don't get it right the first time I'm a failure, instead of viewing it from the place of like, man, this is just a playground to like grow and develop yourself and play the fucking game. But if the meaning you have attached to it is, if I don't get it right, then I'm not good enough. And if I'm not good enough, then I won't be loved. And if I'm not loved, then I'm significant. And then I'll fucking die and I'll be alone. Like, like a thought where people's beliefs go to, which is why when they go zero for 10 on a sales call, they're like, I'm a piece of shit. I think that this part might hit somebody that's listening to this in a way that causes them to shift. And I hope it does. I think that the reason that a lot of people struggle when they are going through drought or going through a hard time in their business is because they truly view themselves as a failure and they never believe that they, they believe that they'll never be successful. And so when the drought starts to happen and the drought comes and it's like, they're going zero for 10, it like magnifies a belief inside of them, like a deep rooted belief that they're not going to be successful. Yeah. I can agree with that. I also think that like, from like just a brain standpoint like your reticular activating system is the part of your brain that directs focus and i think that when you start you're in a drought things aren't working you're dealing with a lot of adversity you're dealing with a lot of fire i think a lot of people don't haven't conditioned themselves to see the opportunity yet because they're too busy focused on not feeling good enough and feeling like they're a failure and that this just confirms that they're not worthy and then they start noticing everything that's wrong, right? Like mm -hmm. their focus gets out of control. And it's like, mm -hmm. clients are upset. People are asking for refunds. People are dropping off. I'm getting no's on sales calls. I don't have enough leads. I can't start enough conversations. My onboarding broke. The fucking dog is breathing too close to me. <laughs> like there's just, 
they get so negative and they get so wrapped up into it that they can't see the opportunity. They can't see that if they walked into a brand new gym that they've never been at before, there's probably at least five people in there they could send to their Instagram that they could start nurturing and then sell as an online fitness coaching client because their mindset so tunnel visioned in on all the lack and the fact that this isn't going to work that they can't even see the opportunities. Dude, I agree with you 100%. Let's talk about seeing the opportunities. I think that the reason that a lot of people can't see the opportunities in the adversities and the reason that they default to like negative and like noticing all the things that are going wrong is because so many people are so afraid of failure that they've never put themselves in a chance, like in a situation where it's like succeed or die. And yeah. because they've never put themselves in a situation where it's succeed or die, they've never truly tapped into the level of resourcefulness that you get when you're in a like fucking like do or die situation. Like when I was in Bali, you guys, and I like had no money, I like literally 300 bucks left in my bank account and three weeks, weeks left. It was like either make money or live in Bali and die. Like those were the two options. I was like, well, I'm going to fucking make money. But so many people are so afraid of just like of failure. And they're thinking about all the negative consequences. What if I jump in all full tilt to my online business and then I fail and then I'm not able to support my family? What if I pay this mentor, you know, five to $10,000 and I don't get my money back. And so I never end up making it. What if I go all in on online coaching and then everybody in my family fucking looks at me in this negative perspective and I lose all respect of all my friends and family members and I never end up being successful. And so they think about all these scenarios in which they could possibly fail. And so they never actually take any action. They spend their whole life in their fucking comfort zone and they're just like viewing themselves as a failure. But the only reason you haven't failed is because you haven't even fucking tried because anybody that's actually put themselves in a situation where it's do or die, like taps into that level of resourcefulness, but you can't see opportunities if you've never given yourself an opportunity to see them because you're so stuck in your fucking bubble that you're not willing to go outside of it. Does that make sense? Yes. Then the next question is like, what keeps people in the bubble? Like, as I'm listening to you talk, the thing that comes up for me, it's like, because of your identity, because of your ego, like you don't want to fail. You don't want to be judged. You don't want to. Yes. Like what if I try and I fail? Yeah. But so what? Like, even if you failed for a month, like you would just keep going like that resourcefulness would kick in. But I think it comes back to what will they think of me? Mm. You know, my identity is so wrapped up in my business. My identity is so wrapped up in my success and my in your ego so fucking big that you can't afford to like take a hit betting on yourself. So people end up staying stuck. Like, what will my parents think? What will my partner think? What will my friends think if I go all in and I fail at this? And then your identity gets so warped up in your business and the results that you're getting in it. Because again, at the start of this podcast, it's like, you're fucking not good with you because when you're good with you, none of this fucking matters. When you're good with you, none of this fucking matters. Let's talk about being good with you because the way that you start developing this, like I'm talking about good with you as in like you have your own back. I'm talking about good with you as in you love yourself. I'm talking about good with you as in like, even if everything fell to shit, you know that you would figure out a way and you'd find a way to be successful. But like, that's good with you. Like, I know no matter what, like I've talked about this before, like me and Colby, like what if PT Dom just like fucking falls apart and goes into shambles? We're like, we'll start another business. Cause that's who we are. Like that's like in our blood, that's in our DNA. That's like who I am as an individual. But if you don't have that like level of relationship with yourself where you know yourself enough and you trust yourself enough to do stuff, to be successful, then when a little bit of drought happens, it triggers this like, insecurity in you that's already there. And so I think that like to develop that like internal, because this, the core thing that we're talking about here is like when drought happens, 
you attach your identity to your business. When your business is successful, you view yourself as successful. And when your business is not successful, you view yourself as a failure, which at the root cause of it basically says, I don't believe in myself as a person, as like a core, as like my essence. Like, and it's evidence when I'm doing well, because when I'm doing well, I'm doing great. When I'm not, I'm not. But like me as a person, I'm not good with that. So like, how do I start to develop a better relationship with like me individually as a person separate from my business? Yeah, I think at like two things at the simplest format. One, keep the promises you make to yourself. The reason you don't trust yourself is because your word isn't solid. Like, I think that people set these big goals and they're like, I'm going to make $20,000 a month online, $10,000 a month online. I'm going to build a successful business and take care of my family. Dude, you can't even get out of bed at six o'clock when you say that you're going to. Like, you've repeatedly proven to yourself for years that you don't fucking follow through. Like, on the little shit, you know, like. You say you'll call your grandma at three and three o'clock rolls around and you're like, oh, fuck, it's not that big of a deal. And then you push it off. Like you're literally just conditioning yourself to not take your words serious. So I think that's number one. People don't trust themselves because you, you're not actually trustworthy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you don't do the shit you say that you will. And that's a choice. And I think that you can fix that in two simple ways. One, stop making commitments that you can't keep depending on where you're at. Like If you're not at a place yet where you can consistently post seven times a week on social media, stop setting that as the goal. Like hit five, do it consistently and work your way up. You know, you wouldn't go into the gym as a brand new person and just start a crazy high volume training program because you wouldn't stick to it. Your recovery would tank. You'd be super irritable. You'd feel like shit and you wouldn't stick with it longer than a couple weeks. Not because you can't, but because you're not conditioned enough yet to be able to do it. So I think that's number one. Be mindful of the commitments that you're setting, set them in a way that you can actually keep them and then follow through with them. And then the second thing is like moment to moment awareness, like what we were talking about the other day, like people don't, they don't see themselves, you know, like that void is there. We don't love ourselves because we don't notice ourselves. Like you don't notice when you hold the door open for the little old lady at the grocery store. Like you don't even view that as something that's worthy of praise and celebrating. And because of that, you skip over your character. Like to me, acknowledging those things and rewarding yourself for those things is how you become more full of self-love because you notice your integrity, you notice your character, you notice how beautiful you are, you notice how you treat people. And I think those are like two key ways to do it, to like start building, filling that void within yourself because no one can do it for you and no amount of external success can help you learn to love yourself. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at TheRealBrianMark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you, and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business, and I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at TheRealBrianMark, and DM me the words, more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Dude, so one of the things that you said that hit like a fucking ton of bricks is like, it's all of us are so quick to notice how many of us are aware of something that we're not doing right right now. Just let me know. If there's something that you're not doing right in your business or your life that you know you could do better, let me know right now. How many of us like know something for certain that we could be doing better in our life right now? How many of us? Just let me know by show of hands. If you know something that you could be doing better, let me know. So all of us are hyper aware of our flaws. 
of our limitations, of the things that are holding us back on a day-to-day -day basis. But not a lot of us are willing to even have a conversation with ourselves about what we're doing that's right, about the things yeah. that we're crushing it at, about the things that we're doing amazing, about the things that we're so consistent at, because we're so focused and we're talking about reticular activation system, right? So we're talking about the, you know, what she means by RAS is like, whatever you focus on expands, basically. When your mind is aware of negative things and you're noticing negative things, you'll notice more negative things. And so Natasha is talking about training your mind to start to notice things about your character that you can celebrate. Notice things about your disciplines that you can celebrate. Notice things about yourself that deserve praise and deserve like recognition. So I think that number one, the reason that a lot of people have a hard time going about this is because as a society, we're conditioned to notice everything that's wrong with us and not everything that's right. We look for flaws that we can fix. We look for Botox to fill our lips. We look for exercises to fucking make our biceps bigger. Like we're always looking for improvement. And as a result, we never give ourselves credit for who we actually are. That's number one. But number two, the second thing you talked about, which I think is super important, is like keeping your word to yourself. That was one of the things that we talked about that like, this is how you develop unshakable character. Like guys, when me and Natasha set goals, whether it's income goals or I'm not going to speak for you now, I'm going to speak for myself. When I set a goal, like, like it's an income-based goal, it's not a matter of if I'm going to hit it, it's a matter of when. Like mm -hmm. I'm certain that it's happening. I just know that it's happening. And the reason that I can operate with that level mm -hmm. of certainty is because I'm a no matter what motherfucker when it comes to my character. And so podcasting, 10 a.m. PST, five days a week, no matter what, unless I'm dead, right? My morning ritual, fucking every single morning, morning ritual, no matter what, unless I'm dead. You know, when I say I'm going to wake up at a certain time, I wake up at that time, no matter what, and I do it unless I'm dead. Because like, when I say I'm going to do something, it's already done. And as a result, I trust the things that I say to myself. And I trust the words coming out of my mouth. Because when I make a promise to myself, like getting out of bed at six o'clock in the morning, or doing a morning ritual every single day, or posting on fucking social media seven times. When I make that promise to myself and I follow through, I tell myself that I can trust the words that are coming out of my mouth. And so when I can trust the words that are coming out of my mouth, I can then set bigger goals because I know I follow through on the little things and all the little things start stacking up and adding to the big things. So mm. developing unshakable character for me is like, I know when I say something, it's already done. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Yes, I agree with that. Like every big goal I've ever set in my life I've accomplished like all gas, no breaks. I'm going to do this no matter what, even like podcasting this last year. It's like, I want to hit minimum like 400 episodes out. I even lost my voice and I could only speak for 15 minutes a day. And in the 15 minutes a day, I was able to talk. I was fucking podcasting. <laughs> so it's like being unrelenting about what you say that you're willing to do allows you to condition that discipline. And so many of us don't trust ourselves. And this is like maybe the, the deeper, more spiritual part of me, but we also don't trust ourselves to take care of ourselves, you know? And I think that shows up in relationships where it's like you identify you don't want to be with someone anymore and it's not healthy and you stay instead of leaving. You notice that you don't want to be at a job anymore because it's sucking the life out of you. And instead of doing something about it, you're like, well, this is my only source of income. And then you stay like those things to stack up because you're basically conditioning yourself to say like, don't count on me. I don't have the courage to make the hard calls for us. And then you go into business where there's so much adversity and there's so many challenges and there's so much stuff you have to overcome, but you've conditioned yourself for the last two decades of your life to be unreliable. You don't make the hard calls when you need to. And because of that, you don't even trust yourself, which is why you're inconsistent. Mm. It's so funny because 
what people don't realize, and I hope that this podcast can help them see, is that your income in your business and your level of impact in your business and the level that you're able to show up in your business to sell clients, to serve clients, to deliver live streams, to deliver podcasts and posts has everything to do with your character and nothing to do with anything else. Like guys, there's fucking, we've got, you know, 1400 students in the Academy and out of 1400 students in the Academy, 242 of them have hit $10,000 a month. And so it's not like the blueprint works sometimes it's works all the time. It's the operator of the blueprint that makes it efficient or inefficient. But a lot of people aren't willing to look at themselves in the mirror and ask themselves, like you said, like gamify it instead of, you know, this isn't working. It's like, what am I doing? That's causing this not to work. Like, what is my part in this situation? But a lot of people aren't willing to have that conversation with themselves because that means they actually have to start following through on the shit that they said they were going to do. There's some people that are listening that are like, I get up at 630 when I said I was going to get up at five. That's not a big deal. That is a big deal because you start your day by breaking a promise to yourself. Yeah. And when you start your day by breaking a promise to yourself, like that character trait, that willingness to fall, like to fall through on your own word is going to show up in everything. It's going to show up in the promises that you make to your clients. It's going to show up in the promises that you make to your prospects. It's going to show up in your like inability to be authentic on social media because you're just not a motherfucker that follows through. That's going to impact everything that you do. Yeah. When you were saying that something popped up and it comes back to the original conversation we were having, I think of integrity. Integrity is like number one value to me. Like if you have integrity, nothing else matters. And when you don't have integrity, nothing else matters. Like I wholeheartedly believe that. So it's like that discipline. How do you develop an unshakable character on the little things? So I think of integrity and I imagine an example, like a rep to me to develop that skill and that character trait is you're standing across the room and you throw a piece of trash in the garbage. You're lazy. You don't want to walk over there. You throw it and you miss. And the piece of trash is beside on the floor, on the garbage. Integrity is walking across the room, picking up that piece of trash and putting it in the trash can because you fucking missed because it's the right thing to do. And that seems like a really small behavior, but that's your way of conditioning yourself that like, I don't miss on the little things. If I'm willing to walk across the room, pick up this piece of garbage, put it in the trash can because it's the right thing to do. That increases the likelihood that when I have that call with a client or that call with a team member or that lead or prospect, whatever it is, that I'm going to do what's right and not what's convenient. So I think for me, it's like developing that unshakable character is like, get up, make your fucking bed. If you throw something in the garbage and you miss, pick it the fuck up. If you're in a gas station bathroom and there's shit all over the floor and there's like toilet paper all over the ground, fucking go get the person and clean it up because that's the right thing to do. Like that's the way that my brain processes information. And because of that, I embody integrity at such a high level that then everybody around me rises up to meet that standard. And I think people also coming back, it's like, you want a better life, you want a better business, you want better clients, you want more money, but man, the game is inside first. Like when you embody integrity and you embody discipline and you embody self-love and you embody consistency and all these things, everybody around you rises up everything in your external world begins to rise up because that's just the frequency that you fucking vibe with. Yeah. And that's like, there's no shortcut to that. No, there's nothing that you can do to expedite the process. And every single time you search for a shortcut around the hard work, you're just delaying the inevitable even longer because the only secret to like lasting success, like you're talking to, you know, a person that has Natasha has got 150 employees that work for her right now, like making an an insane amount of money. You're talking to somebody that's running a business that has 1400 clients. And the, like the secret, the long-term secret to success is unshakable fucking integrity. And mm. dude, I agree. Cause I also think that, 
you know, I'm on vacation right now. I'm here to see Bedros Koulian, my mentor. And my podcast mic wasn't working five minutes before I was laughing at you. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're probably hearing like choppy audio because it's not where it usually is because I don't have my mic. But it's like integrity means showing the fuck up and doing it anyways and doing it with like full heart and full excitement and not bitching about the little things. Yesterday, I uh, went to bed at like the day before I had a bunch of people at my house for my anniversary party. We went to bed at 930. We woke up at 230 to go to the airport to travel here to, to California. Now, obviously, I only had four hours of sleep. So you would assume I'm tired. I slept the whole day. I fucking didn't. As soon as I got to the airport, I sat down, I opened up my computer and I worked on my goals for the week because that's what we do on Sundays. On Sundays, we set goals. And then I set out a reminder to the mastermind chat to the fucking academy. I made my posts for the coming days. And then I scheduled up my entire week while I was on the plane because that's what we do. That's integrity. It's like, I don't miss even if I'm fucking traveling, even if I only have three hours of sleep, even if this like the conditions aren't optimal, but so many people only are fucking integral when the conditions are convenient, you know, when everything is going right in their life. When, you know, I remember this is a funny story. I don't know if you want to go into this, but I'm going to briefly touch on it. Natasha went through like a massive, like she went through like a massive personal issue. And this was right before she hosted a million dollar mastermind call. And it was an important one too. I remember that call being an important call. We can go into this. I'll allow. Okay. So she like personal issue. I'm not going to tell what it was, but right before the call, she like had it. And she showed up to the call with me and she, I was like, are you okay? She's like, no, I'm not. Like what happened? She explained. And then right after that, she just fucking delivered like one of the best trainings the masterminds had because that's integrity. That's doing what the fuck you say you're going to do. That's showing up regardless of circumstance. That's unshakable character. And that's the type of character that can weather any storm. It can weather a storm that like happens in a recession. It can weather a storm if like five of their employees quit. It can weather a storm if 50 of the clients drop off because like that type of unshakable character, like it doesn't matter what circumstance you have. It's like what's supposed to get done is going to get done. Yes. It's interesting you say that because I think like a mindset thing I can give everybody who's listening, it's like, how do you develop that? It's like a switch that you just turn it on and off. Like when you need to perform or you need to demand that level of performance out of yourself, it is like a game. Like every time I am presented with the situation to pick up the piece of garbage and put it in the trash can, I'm like, "Mm, I'm one step closer to being more integral. Every time something happens and I want to cancel a meeting because something's going on, I don't do it. And I show up and I over deliver. I'm like, "Mm, I'm one step closer to where I want to be. And like, I, I almost keep tabs of it, like a game. I keep a scoreboard where it's like, I'm choosing my future self. Like I imagine myself, I know exactly who I want to be in 10 years time. Like what I value, how I show up, the impact that I have. Like I want to be the type of woman that when I walk into a room, everybody wants to be around me because my energy is so captivating. Cool. You don't get that by skipping on meetings. You don't get that by leaving that piece of garbage on the floor. So every time I do those little things and I do them really well, I'm like one step closer to the woman that I'm trying to become. And you turn it into a game. And then it's like, you feel like you're winning. You're like getting points all day long, doing the hard thing. And it just puts so much, so many points in like your self-confidence. You become mm. more and more unshakable because you don't miss. Mm. You know, it's funny hard. is I feel like people listening to this are like, that's so simple. You're just giving yourself points for doing little things. You're actually going to go to that level of giving yourself credit for everything that you do. Yes. Everything. everything. <laughs> because all of you motherfuckers always notice when you miss. Mm. Always. We always notice when we miss, right? We always notice the workouts that we miss, the ones we didn't hit, but we're never like, I fucking did that workout. And a lot of people are thinking like on a base level, like you shouldn't be giving yourself credit for doing the work you're supposed to. Yes, you should. You should give yourself credit. 
Because you're like, that's the process of building self-belief and self-confidence. It's recognizing that you're the type of person that does shit. You're the type of person that follows through. You're the type of person that makes commitments and then does it. Because then when you have an off day or like an off couple of weeks or whatever the fuck, you can actually look at yourself and be like, it's okay. Because I'm the type of motherfucker that follows through. So obviously this is a storm and it's going to pass. And I'm good with it because I know that eventually I'll come through the storm and I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep being consistent. But if you don't build that level of like, I believe in myself. I trust myself. I know that I'm going to do the thing. When the storm comes, you're going to crumble because you don't have that belief that you follow through on the things that you say you're going to do. Yeah. Honestly, people are so unbelievably shitty to themselves. Like when you're a little kid... And you look at little babies, their like eyes are wide open all the time because they're constantly absorbing information. None of us came here knowing anything, right? Mm. You learn to walk for the first time and your parents like freak out when you first stand up and they're like praising you and they're so excited and you just see these little babies light up and they're like, oh my God, I'm doing the right thing. And then they keep trying it again. Like you didn't learn to walk because your parents scolded you and was like, you should have been standing two weeks ago. Like your parents Mm. praised you and you got excited and you're like, that feels really good in my body. And I want to do that more and more. When you train a dog, it's no different. You train a dog faster and more effectively praising it for what it does right than scolding it for what it does wrong. Mm. So if you look at the best way to train a baby and raise a baby to walk and talk and do the things it needs to and train a dog and all of these just like the way you condition somebody, you condition another being, it comes from positive reinforcement. So Mm -hmm. why the fuck as an adult do you want to withhold that from yourself? Like Mm -hmm. people are so unbelievably cruel to themselves. It's like, well, I don't want to praise myself. That's not, that would make me arrogant. That wouldn't make me humble. I wouldn't have Mm -hmm. humility. And you create this story and it's like, okay, fine. I hear what you're saying, but you're also unbelievably unkind to yourself. Mm. Like you don't want to give credit where credit's due, but then you also want to be shitty to yourself that you didn't do good enough. Like, fuck, it must suck to be you. Like I couldn't imagine living in your fucking body. Dude, let's be fucking honest. Okay. So everybody here that identifies with being shitty with themselves in order to get results. Like I need to always scold myself in order to get results. Like if that's you and you're unwilling to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm a bad bitch. Like you got to understand like that's an identity that you're choosing to associate with. Mm -hmm. And anybody that doesn't understand what I'm saying here is like your parents raised you a certain way. The people around you treated you a certain way. You treated yourself a certain way. And as a result, you are this person right now. And that doesn't mean you have to be that person forever. So that what Natasha just said, she's like, People are so shooting themselves. If you're like, yep, that's me. I do that. I criticize myself. I judge myself. I'm so rude to myself. I never give myself credit. That's me. That's who I am. I've always been like that, you know, since I was born. And that's how I got success. Like, guys, what got you here isn't going to get you to the next level. Mm. And that's like always understanding that there's like, there's another level to this shit. Like you guys think you're playing at the highest possible level of yourself. You're fucking not because you're not even close to me or Natasha. And I'm not even close to the person that I want to become. I'm not even close to the level that I want to hit. And so there's always a new level. And I think that part of it is understanding that like we need to choose not to associate ourselves with identities that we used to be or that like, you know, we associate as like who we are, but we need to associate ourselves with identities that are useful. And an identity that is useful to me is one where I'm giving myself credit. An identity that is useful for me is one that I'm feeling empowered as I'm working towards my goals instead of feeling shitty if I don't work on them. And an identity that is useful for me is somebody that's like, I'm the type of person that follows through on the things that I say I'm going to do. And another identity that's useful for me is like, I believe in myself regardless of circumstance. And it doesn't matter what's going on in my business. Like, I know I'm going to be okay. And there's guys, the hardest part about this conversation is you can hear the words that are coming out of mine and Sasha's mouth. 
you can be like, okay, it could be as simple as me giving myself credit. But if you have like a deep rooted identity, that's like a lot of trauma that you dealt with when you were younger. Like for me, like watching my mom kick me out when I was eight and me not processing and not dealing with that. Like that's like lives inside of my subconscious soul. And so I needed to go to therapy to fucking work through it. Like I needed to go to hypnosis to work through it. Like I needed to dive deep to work through it. But I made the commitment to face that identity head on because like if I'm always feeling attachment to my business and I'm only basing my level of success on how the business is doing and I'm not addressing the internal things that are going on that are causing my behaviors, I'll never be happy. Mm. And it's until I get to that like deep, like, it's so funny because I feel like business is just a perfect opportunity for you to stare at yourself in the mirror. Yes. And just be like, this is my fucking shit. You know, like my business is fit. It's like, you think you're upset because you're not getting any paid in fulls, but you're actually upset because you're unhappy with yourself. Mm. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Your business is just one big mirror to your life. Like, and I think that's why so many people squirm. Like if we're being brutally honest, like your business is just a magnifying glass to everything that is unhealed within you. You have issues with clients checking in on time. You probably have issues with boundaries in every other area of your life. You have issues with communicating with your team and they're not doing what they're supposed to. You probably are a people pleaser and you've been living that way for a long time. You struggle with scarcity. You're like, doesn't matter how much money I make. I never feel good enough. It's like, yeah, I'm willing to bet that it doesn't matter how much time and attention your partner gives you. That's never good enough for you either. Like your business is literally just a fucking mirror to everything else that's going on in your life. But here's the other thing. It's so much more intense than the day-to-day stuff because it factors in money, you know, and people get really weird about money. Like it makes us squirm. We feel icky about it. Like there's so many limiting beliefs there. So yes, your business is a magnifying glass, but the stakes are so much higher. Like there's so much more attached to it. And I think that's why a lot of people buckle under the pressure because it's like, you can't outrun yourself. Like there's other people involved now compared to just being like one-to-one in a relationship or your own health and fitness journey or things you do behind the scenes that nobody knows about. So it is, it's like, you can't outrun yourself. And the people who thrive are the ones who lean into the discomfort and they're like, okay, well, how do I grow? How do I heal through this? you know, where's the opportunities here for me to become a better version of myself. And the ones who fail are the ones that are fucking scared shitless to meet themselves and actually do something about it. Man, this is fucking, this is hitting. I want to chat about something for a second because something you just said is, is brilliant. And I think that, you know, giving people, it is a magnifying glass and your business, especially with the money involved. And I feel like the reason that a lot of people crumble is because they are unwilling to face themselves and they're unwilling to let go of their old identity. Yes. They need to hold on to their old identity. Brian, I'm fucking struggling financially. All right. And I'm like, my family's struggling. You don't understand. All right. We've got this bill to pay and this bill to pay and this one too. My fucking mortgage and my house. I can't just be online training all willy nilly. I'm struggling right now. All right. And they need to attach themselves to this identity because they get some sort of sympathy or significance from it. Mm. Every time I tell the story about how I'm struggling, I get sympathy from two or three people or four or five people or everybody in my fucking life. Cause I'm so used to talking about my struggle and I'm unwilling to let go of that and be like, Oh, maybe I don't have to struggle anymore. You know, mm. maybe there's a different way to do this. Maybe yeah. there's a different way to do this. And if I tap in, And I, you know, instead of being like, I'm fucking struggling, I'm broke. I'll be like, okay, maybe it's my content that's not hitting. So how can I get better at content? What can I learn so that I can get content that hits harder so I get more people reaching out? 
okay, I got a lot of people reaching out right now, but I'm not very good at closing them. Okay. So, and we gamify it, right? Also, I'm not very good at closing them. So I'm not very good at closing them. Maybe if I started, you know, studying savage sales and tuning into the sales trainings and rewatching some of the replays, I could get myself into a better sales position. Okay, cool. Now I've got like 20 clients, but some of them keep dropping off. Mm. Okay. So why are they dropping off? Maybe it's my Facebook group. Maybe it's this. And I'm always looking for something to improve and tweak and like modify and shape and understanding that like, it has nothing to do with who I am as a person. No, nothing. So I'm like gamifying it and I'm making it fun and exciting while letting go of my old identity while also completely detaching the success of my business from who I'm as a person. Like I'm still fucking cool. Even if people don't sign up this week, like I'm still good with myself. Like I'm still going to give myself credit for opening the door for that old lady. I'm still going to give myself credit for getting out of bed on time, for hitting my fucking workouts and for doing the shit that I said I was going to do. And when the results come, they come, but I'm not like so many people have a hard time letting go of that old identity and embracing maybe I don't have to struggle anymore. Mm. And I think that's, that's a big part of it. And I think like a seed to plant too, it's like, that doesn't go away. You know, like, I think you just hit different glass ceilings. And I say that because recently, like, you know, a lot of people listening to this, see where I'm at and what I've created. And it's like, well, she must not struggle with this, or it must be really easy. I had a conversation like two weeks ago with someone on my team. And they're like, we need to change this. They're like, this is super simple. You don't have to be overwhelmed about it. Like, (laughs) we just need to change these three things and everything's going to flow a lot better. And that was hard. Like, I didn't want to let it go. And like, I'm sharing that because there's levels to this. Like, you'll break through, you'll let something go. You'll hit a new level, like break through that glass ceiling. You normalize it, and then you hit the next level and the next level, and you meet new parts of yourself at every level. Like, it's just being willing to surrender and work through it. Meet yourself, you know? And I don't think that ever goes away. And I think if you know that and you're able to gamify it and you're able to lean into the discomfort of what it requires of you, like shit gets a lot easier because when your ego isn't attached to it and your identity isn't attached to it, you make decisions faster. You make them with way less emotional, like reactivity of an outcome. And you just get results faster because you surrender to it. You get I, out of I your- think, yeah. I, I think that you're right. And I think that you just define what growth is like, that's growth. Like your business is a never, and this is why I love business. All right. So if you love growth, you're going to love business. Business is just a never ending self-development journey. And whenever you hit a cap, that's a signpost that you've capped in your personal development as well. Yep. That's all that it is. You've capped because you're currently capped in your, your level of personal development as well. And so like you need to grow into the next level. And if you don't know what that is, that's where you seek out a mentor. That's where you seek out somebody that is on the next level to be like, what am I doing or not doing? That's causing me to stay stuck at this plateau. Like that's growth. And let's talk about separating yourself from your identity. Like, that's a good, the growth is a good thing. Like if you're not at where you want to be yet and you want to get to the next level, like that's actually a good thing. We're talking about like how we our perception. I don't view when I fail as a bad thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, what a cool opportunity for me to grow into a better leader. What a cool opportunity for me to grow into a more powerful business owner. What a cool opportunity for me to develop myself into a character that's like worthy of hitting the next level. And yeah. like understanding that everything that's happening in my business is just a reflection of what's happening inside of me. And instead of being triggered or angry, upset, or like mad or frustrated, it's like, okay, cool. Now I got some work to do. Yeah. For me personally, like perception of failure, I don't even acknowledge that failure is a thing. Like mm-hmm. that's just not even in my vicinity or like my way of thinking. I just constantly live from the state of like, we're just beta testing everything. Like I just it beta test. Okay. There was an error there. We need to pivot here. Okay. Let's try this. Let's test this thing over here. Like I don't even view it as failure. Like if TVAC burnt to the ground tomorrow, I wouldn't even view that as failure. I'd be like, incredible. I got so many freaking skills. I'm going to go turn around and build another business. And I'm right on schedule. Mm. Like, and I think because failure isn't 
in my realm of thinking, I don't need to be perfect. I almost feel like I can weather more storms and more uncertainty because we're just beta testing everything. Part of mm. testing is like trial and error. Boom. I love that. So guys, I'm going to end this early. Who wants to hear more of Natasha? If you want to hear more of Natasha and you're on the podcast, let me fucking know. If you're listening to this and you want to hear more of Natasha, let me know. The good news is if you're in the Change Jobs Academy, you do get to hear more of Natasha because you're doing a sales and leadership training in a couple of weeks, aren't you? Yes. Yep. What are you going to be talking about? I'm going to be talking about how leadership is self-responsibility. Leadership starts with you and talking about how women need to be women and own their power and men need to be men. And we need to stop competing with one another because we, you know, as individuals bring our own skill sets to the table that separate us in the market. Mm, I love it. And for my podcast audience, where do they find you if they want to hear more of Nat? Yeah. I have my own podcast. It's called Get Woke or Stay Broke. And it's on Spotify and iTunes. You can find me there or you can find me on Instagram at Natasha Storm underscore. All right, guys, that's it. That's all. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys have the best day of your entire life. And Nat, dude, thanks for being you. Yes. Love you. Love you too. Peace. Bye guys.